fuck out. Why does that keep happening? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the DestroProds.com video games podcast. Sorry, I guess I inhaled too much dust dusting off this old fucking show. Anyway. Alive. <laughs> we are alive. Well, I'm We're dead. Still going. <laughs> I'm got alive. Al- yeah, we got Alex. Well, we got Cave. Which honestly, Everybody's that joke here. kind of works because I'm Cave. <laughs> you have unearthed something that you straight. should not have. You've unearthed the caveman. <laughs> now you will pay. Love us we just hear. Cut the caveman. <laughs> this turn kind of became into a horror movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Caveman unga bunga you. <laughs> I don't want to know what unga bunga means. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> it's just a really like fucked up episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> not the unga bunga. Not the club. Not there. Oh. <laughs> But he's still voiced by Tracy Morgan. <laughs> he's beating her. And then and he's, he's going beat to beat me. me. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the game's podcast, even though we're talking about movie. Yeah. I mean, they're bringing back the fucking, are uh, you afraid of the dark for a second revival season? I mean, we're talking about movies that don't exist. So does it really count? Yes. Yes. Well, welcome to, welcome to pitch meetings. <laughs> We're blowing the dust off of that show too. Okay, <coughs> that show is so old. I don't think it was even running when I joined, and I joined like four years ago. It was. It was. It I was ran it for two episodes. Oh, that was it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just because the time it was had like wait, a Power Rangers had... episode and something else. Oh no! It was three episodes. Yeah, it was. It was Power Rangers? It was. Your thing, where it was like this weird, weird like super powered like game show for aliens. That I like, don't even remember. Yeah, like the main character like had a different powers based on his emotional state, and there was a guy who oh, was yeah, basically LT guy with a guitar. Yeah, and there was my thing, which was just depression. Yep. So, uh, video games. We're going to talk about them. And speaking of depression, I've been playing The Last of Us Part Two. Still, I, I don't know if that game is particularly depressing. Uh, it still. is when you think about it the way I do. Okay. And how do you think about it, Dead? That it's a game that wants to say something about violence, but gives you no actual input about what that statement is. Oh, so it's like um, that game that I hate because I was forced to play it. Well, no, like with, with with Spec Ops line, you are awful. That is straight. That is straight up the thing. It is just how awful are you? Except I wanted to stop being awful when I realized that was the message, but I was forced to be. Yeah, still it, hate that game. I I fucking love that game. That game is infinitely better and says way more about what fucking The Last of Us is trying to do than The Last of Us Part Two. So the entire and, game and fucking that's the the mushroom zombie yes world. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so for those who aren't aware, I guess, Last of Us Part 2, Secret of the Last of Us, uh, it's a world where the cordyceps fungus, which is a fungus that take that takes over the minds of ants, makes them climb trees, then sprouts fucking spores out of their face. What is this, a fungus for ants? Yes. 
Oh, all right then. Yeah, and the, anyway, so that fungus then spread to people, and then everything went fucked. Um, the first game we played as Joel, where you were trying to take this fucking kid, Ellie, who was somehow immune to the spores, to a research center where they could develop a cure. Along the way, we along the way, Joel, who's been curmudgeon since his daughter got murdered, learns curmudgeon to open Yeah, learns to open up again. And is like, oh hey, new daughter. But then that just, just drives him to more and more violence, thus dooming the world, because apparently the only way to develop a cure was to kill her. Which, hilariously, I've seen a couple of like YouTube videos about doctors like talking about The Last of Us, and every single one of them has been like, yeah, no, these are bad doctors. <laughs> Why? Because like there was a there is an obvious way or something? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like develop a cure, we need every single drop of her spinal fluid. Just that was their that was their real reasoning in the game. Just yeah, we need every ounce of her spinal fluid, so I guess we gotta kill her. Or you could take small quantities and do experimentation over time. Man, what? I'm glad I didn't play this game. <laughs> I didn't no, play either of the Last of Us games. Yeah. Well, well, don't worry. Joel murders them. Still stupid. Yeah. Which, which is a point point of contention between me and other players because everyone was like, "But Joel's a bad person for doing that," and I was like, "No, they deserve to die." No, those, I, those doctors had it coming. Look, I agree with you. It was still the wrong move on everyone's part. I disagree. Like Joel killing to save his daughter. That makes a hundred percent sense with what had been developed about his character, which is he is a horrid murderer who will do absolutely terrible things. If it means that he might not lose someone he cares about. This is still stupid, <laughs> but anyway, so with the last of us part two, fast forward to four years later, uh, things have gotten better in the zombie apocalypse. They now have it. They now have a fully functioning town that has like power. But whoops, the doodles. Looks like Joel's past come back to bite him as a bunch of people show up to fucking murder him. And they Wait, do. Joel's still alive? I thought, like, the whole thing was to, like, avenge him or something. Yeah, he's alive at the beginning, the beginning of the game. Oh, the okay. The game. Okay, yeah. so they kill him. They kill him pretty quick. Right. Yeah, like, in the first two. Yeah, he dies in the first two hours. All right, cool. cool. Yeah. If anyone's interested, I played the first hour of the game on the, on the site, so you can check that out. Uh, but yeah, essentially an hour after I stopped recording, Joel died. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And he was killed by Abby, a mysterious person who, for some reason, wanted mer- want revenge against Joel, which nobody knows about until it gets leaked or until it gets leaked three months before the game gets released. Well, I don't know what it is. She's and Troy the, Baker has to go has to go on Twitter to tell people to still buy the game. Yeah. That the, these people are the kids of the scientists he murdered. Oh, so it's not even a good reason. Yeah. Say like, you were my dad. How dare you? Your dad was a psychopath. My dad was an idiot who didn't understand renewable resources. My dad was an idiot who didn't understand that if we kill the only thing that can cure the plague, then we might not get a cure out of the cure for the plague. <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, we got every drop of our spinal fluid. Quick, take it to the lab. All right, whoops, the doodles are tripped. Mr. Binkles, why'd you get in the way of my feet? Oh, sorry there. <laughs> Mr. Binkles, you've doomed humanity forever. I'll snoop. <laughs> Just a cartoon <laughs> cat all of a sudden. 
<laughs> okay, so like now Mr. Binkles is a canon character who is responsible for the destruction of the world anytime that there's an unexplained outbreak in the game. Oh, uh, Mr. Binkles. <laughs> Mr. Binkles. No, Mr. Binkles, did you rub that fungus on people's foreheads? I thought it was delicious. Yeah, head on, apply directly to the forehead. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. Oh man. Fuck. I need to write a zombie apocalypse story where head on applied direct to the forehead is the cause. Like it just like eats away at the brain, the part of the brain that tells you not to eat people. I feel like we'd get a season desist pretty quick. <laughs> I don't care. It'll be a fan. It'll be a fan fiction. <laughs> head on fan fiction. <laughs> just, just, just like, just, just change the name. So it's like something friendly. Fuck giant. Like, okay. Like, so, so yeah, Joel dies. Ellie goes, I'm going to get revenge. Revenger. And I head out. We'll kill all of them. And so it, like getting to the point I'm going to be talking about is a bit weird because like we get into this like large open area. And I think for a second, oh, we're going to be doing like more of a open world style game. where We just kind of like have like a hub area and then like points of interest that we go to to investigate. And then, oh, that, oh that's actually cool. Like it was, it was actually like a saw. It was actually like a neat change up to the formula, because the game was the game before was always like the game before like had a very like scrappy feel to it because you are, you were like finding resources and like building shit out of that and everything is super limited, and so having that with more of an open world setting that is, literally like the like the mo of like half the games on Steam right now, mm-hmm. and so having it be and so having it be that but also have this like very like. Have the story which which has have the story have the story going about it which has like emotional investment kind of pre, kind of like pre baked into it. That's neat, and it actually worked pretty well for a while because, like the map, it would like as you were as you were going along, you would like find new points of interest. Those good add those get added to the map, which is like a paper map that you actually saw yourself on. There was no compass or anything in the world. A little bit like Firewatch, which I enjoyed that part of Firewatch. I actually really enjoy it when, like, it's a physical map that you have to pull out and shit. Yeah. Like, I enjoy having map markers and shit, but I'd actually prefer it if more games just, like, had the map marker only on the map. So you could get an idea of where you were supposed to head, but it wasn't like, talk to this one person in particular. Do not get any of our lore. Do not pass go. Well, then, hey, you might like Sea of Thieves. Nope. (laughs) Everyone literally has a map, and it's a, it's a map you can show to other players, like your macaroni art. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yes, you go through all that, and then it just turns into The Last of Us again. Entirely linear. That's great. Yeah, it did that, it did that whole, like, you know, vast, like, big open world thing area once. That's, that's wonderful. Can you go back to the big open world once you leave it, or no? Nope. That really, really sucks. <laughs> yeah, and like it wasn't super huge. It was like six city. It was like I think it, like I think it was like a, like a nine block square. Just still fucking something. Yeah, no. Even like, if it was like instanced really versions of that, that'd be something. But no, that's it's just you go there and then it's, then you leave and it's done. That's bullshit. Yeah, everything else is entirely linear, well, and the. the and like just kind of from the ground up, this game feels very not like the first one. 
Like, for starters, there's, like, way more shit around. So, well, there so, must be more animals leaving, you know. Well, no, it's not even animals. Like, it's it's bottles and alcohol and rags. Man, the diets of those large-scale animals is just weird. <laughs> yeah, and also bullets. Well, you gotta get your iron. Yeah, and the new things that you can make, like, like the scrap mechanics, because of course there are. And the new things that you can make are a silencer. and arrows that'll stop them clickers from locating you arrows are one of the enemies from the last of us right yeah okay arrows are also like if you you hit it right one hit kills okay yeah 100% silent and you know you know building arrows and stuff that's that's great but that just kind of leads to more of an incentive to use your gun and use your gun and ammo like, 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 the first game, a lot of it was like, all right, I'm going to grab this brick. I'm going to fucking throw it over here. Oh, oh, he turned around. All right, run up and fucking just shank him. And come, or, or you smart about how I murder things. Yeah, or you've run out of shanks. So you got to fucking run up and just like start strangling them. You know, or, how do or, you run out of shanks? Uh, shanks brick. Not a very good shank, is it? <laughs> yeah. Actually, most shanks break. Yeah, in the first game, like yeah, in the first talk game, to, it's talk to any prisoner. Shanks are kind of one off. I'm just going to use this to kill this one guy. Weapons. Yeah, in yeah, in the first game, Shanks break. In the second game, Ellie has a switchblade, so she has infinite Shanks. Well, she had the switchblade in the first game, right? Yes, but that yeah, I feel like it, just in the first game at least, that's because she was a child, and so she didn't have like the growth and the development. At least she didn't have like the skill, like the stat bonuses that you had given to Joel. So they needed something to like kind of balance it out. So infinite Shanks. Also, it would make a whole lot of sense for like a thirteen-year-old to ch- like to, like fucking just like choke out a full-grown man. Infinite chain. <laughs> but like that and just like the size of these areas and the amount of enemies they cram into them it all just feels like everything is geared more towards combat and, and like having the encounters go that you are encountering these people as, as opposed to avoiding them like I've tried doing just like stealth stealth my way through these areas and that always leads to a gunfight with me dead that's lame. Yeah, and there's the, no stealth. You kill them, and like I'm not like I'm not some fucking like master of stealth. I'm not saying like oh god, it's fucking garbage, but like I in the first game at least I was able to go through multiple areas, not encountering a single person and getting through without firing without a single shot being fired. I also went through a lot of those areas just like getting into a massive gunfight, but it was more of an even split. With this, every area I've had to fire shots. Except the one where he's decided, fuck it, I'm just going to dead sprint in the direction I'm supposed to go and trigger everyone and hope I don't die, and made it through totally fine. That's lame. Yeah, I triggered, I triggered literally everyone on the map, and they got like two shots on me, and then I was fine. That's boring. Yeah, but so Sounds now we've gotten right to uh, an air, but, but now I've gotten into the part of the game where I'm actually like encountering the people who are responsible for Joel's death. I've killed a couple of them. While looking specifically for Abby, because she was the one who actually killed him. And I found the person, and I got, in con- I got to a person. And this, is, and this is the part that made me kind of like want to turn off the game. Oh, that's always a good point of the game. Yeah, so I, got, so I found this person and started chasing them down. Down. Um, at multiple points, I got close enough to touch them, at which point they just suddenly speed boost the head. 
just they all of a sudden just fucking ate a mushroom from Mario Kart and then just fucking got a massive speed boost <laughs> for no fucking reason. Uh, and then we fell into an area full of spores. She started. She started like you know coughing and choking and like turning on the spores. And then Ellie was just like watching her, watching it happen. So Ellie said, "So Ellie said, hey, I'll give you a choice. Tell me what I want to know, and I'll end you, and I'll end you quick, or I'll let you turn." So the she's was, still immune, I assume. Pardon? She's still immune to the spores. Yes. So, so the woman I'm interrogating, uh, she goes, she is like, she goes, she like starts to give what you think is information and then turns it into an insult on Joel. Then cuts Lovely. to a, Yeah. Then cuts to a like close up on Ellie's face, like just her head's in frame. And she starts just going, she starts just like seething with anger and then a circle button appears next to her head. And you aren't allowed to advance without hitting that button. Oh, why? Why even make it a choice then? Exactly. You you are you are told, like in universe, the character says, "Hey, here's a choice," and the game says, "No, there is one choice, and you have to make it." Like I'm not asking for like a moral choice system. Like those are fucking. There's a reason those aren't being used. There's a reason those aren't used anymore. But if you're going to say, "Here's a choice," then either make it a choice or make it a cutscene. Don't make me do the thing I don't want to do because you decided that's what the character would do. It's just sloppy. Exactly. Like if, and like there are so much leaving her to turn is such so much worse. Eh, I would kill her. I would have killed her after she turned because then she loses herself. I wouldn't have. I would have left her. I would have left her. I would have left her. I would have left her be like either. I would have left her either there to just fucking like rot away and then turn into a fucking wall spore or leave her there for her friends who I'm also trying to kill to find. So they have to kill her. Eh, I I go one less Zed in the world. You know what I mean? Like, because you never know. I might be the one to encounter it again, you know, when I'm old and feeble and shit. One less Zed. I don't think they live that long. They don't. Okay, then never mind. Yeah, eventually, yeah, like, a- after a couple years, they turn into clickers, and then after a couple more years, those clickers turn into a, p- turn into a piece of wall art. Then, yeah, no, le- leave them leave for dead. Yeah, exactly. Left like, for dead. Like, psychological warfare. And then how cool how cool a sequence that would have been if, if like, fucking Abby, like, because you eventually play as Abby, the person who killed Joel. And apparently what? the worst character ever because everyone's like, oh, my God, she killed Joel. Joel was a psychopath. Yes, he was. Like I know enough about the games to say that. I haven't played yes. them, but Joel psychologically traumatized his brother. What? Yes, in the first game when uh in the first game like you meet like Joel meets up with his brother again after after like a few years away, like they've been separated for a couple years. And Tommy says I still have nightmares about the things you did while we were traveling together. Jesus Christ, that's awesome. <laughs> Not for Tommy, but yeah, no. as like narrative. That's well, I mean, great. Tommy turned out all right. He became like the pseudo mayor of like this weird. Uh, he became the, became the pseudo mayor of like a of like a community living in living in like a turb living in like a uh, water power plant, like a hydropower plant. Got himself a wife. 
they had, they had lived together. They had like a decent four years, but he died or something. I don't know. I haven't found out what happened to Tommy yet because after after Joel died, Tommy left, and then Ellie left after him. Oh no! These characters that I know nothing about are leaving. I know, right? <laughs> I care so much. But yeah, every, everyone fucking hates Abby. <laughs> like there have been multiple video essays put out about how her character makes no sense because she is a buff woman. What? Yeah, that's the reasoning. Yeah, it's it's like it's like we're living in a zombie we're living in a zombie apocalypse. How could she get the food in order to maintain muscle mass? At which at which point, multiple people as well as like dietitians have pointed out. Yeah, that like they just feed her more. People initially thought she was a trans woman, but then it turns out no, she's a woman. She's just very buff. Yes, I yeah. So I was I was actually one of those people because I saw a doctored image that showed Abby as Abby, and then Abby with like traditional like male hair and kind of like the body morphed a little bit to look more masculine. She's not even that much more buff. She's not. And here's the thing: like her like her character model is literally modeled after a real person. Like. I could understand if she fucking looked like like woman's head on young Arnold Schwarzenegger's body or something. <laughs> but <laughs> she just she just looks like, like, like she just looks like prime era people. ultimate warrior. I mean, fucking Christ, she does not look that buff. Why? What the video essays? Yes. People put their butt hurt onto the internet way too fast. Yeah, yes. but here's the thing: she's a woman in a video game. Of course they're going to get mad. Where do these where do these fucking told, developers get off putting women in like. our video games? Cuz a lot of people really like Joel. Yeah, a lot of people Joel. really like this fucking monster. Uh, lunatic. No, thank you. I liked Joel. Joel was a fine character. He did not deserve sympathy really. It would be like uh, like it would be like, "Oh, sucks he died, but I get it." Like I feel le- I hate him less knowing that they were planning on killing her when all they needed was her spinal fluid, a non-limited resource given that the human body produces it. Yeah, exactly. Like there are like Joel in the first game, it everything like, that he I thought does. He had to like pull her brain out or something. It it was some kind of it was some kind of weird bullshit like that, like I don't know. Basically, basically, they basically they said they needed to kill her when they didn't. All right. Uh, so let me let me just get up some view uh, viewership. Uh, you want to you want to rip into me for disagreeing with you about The Last of Us when I haven't played it? Come down to deathdoorprods.com dot <laughs> and <laughs> click on this uh, click on the link so that you can tell us all about it. I promise I won't care. Okay. Apologies. I I fucked up on that part. They didn't need her, they didn't need to remove her brain. Okay. If they needed to remove her brain, then. Yeah, they needed yeah. to remove the infected portion of her brain, which would kill her. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, no, Joel's back to being even more of an asshole. Eh. I've been very much of a. I've, I've built an idea. I built an idea of myself where I am relatively ride or die. And I would like to believe that in a situation where it's like the world or a person I care about. Fuck the world. Oh, no. In IRL, I would make the same choice as Joel if it was, you know, a few specific people. 
Yeah, exactly. But doesn't mean I can't shit on Joel for you know actually following through with my instincts. <laughs> yeah, we're we're sitting here in the we're sitting here in the fucking like we're sitting here in the fucking like theater box of Sattler Waldorfing him. Oh yeah, no, like like if I were in his shoes, well, guess it's time for you to all die. Of course, I'd probably also die trying to do it because I'm not Joel. Yeah. I haven't been murdering people for a profession for years. <laughs> it wasn't even a profession for most of it. It was just a hobby. Jesus. Like he only went pro when he when he got to like the city. <laughs> yeah, I was only semi pro until I got here, but I decided to up my game. <laughs> yeah, like on the way here, I was just playing a bunch of pickup games of murder. But you know, once I got here, I wanted to like, make it like a you know career. I think I could see a future for myself. <laughs> yeah, I got scouted by Berkeley. <laughs> They're like, "Yo, we like the way you handle that pipe, dude." <sighs> but now I'm on the fucking murder really team. Handle a shiv well. I just got my letter jacket. Just like pulls on a letter jacket. Just a knife. <laughs> Oh, it's made out of human skin. Yeah, the knife comes out. And you can fucking like stab dudes with it. It breaks, so you have to replace it. But I mean, shivs are abundant. <laughs> shank, shank, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was his fraternity, shanky, shanky, shanky. <laughs> Cap beta shank. Huh. <laughs> <sighs> Alpha Shank Omega. <laughs> the Dean got turned into a fungus monster, but he's still just coming out there. He's like, Sharks! <laughs> they put him in the costume so that he wouldn't hurt anybody. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, What's that? Hell's not warm enough yet? Okay. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that that point in the game also made me turn it off just because I was like I let it I let it sit there literally for five minutes. Just doing nothing. You're more stubborn than I am, because I would have just turned it off. I was like, fuck it, I bought the goddamn game, then we just hit the fucking button. Oh look, it did the thing I didn't want to do. Neato. Hooray. And now I'm the bad guy, aren't I? I was already the bad guy. I was Ellie's daughter. Like that's that's interesting, Yumi Cave. I don't care if I'm the bad guy. I very much care if I'm the bad guy. Clearly, like I fucking loved Spec Ops Line. Like, like the Willie Pete scene when that happened. I was like, I I fucking had a massive smile on my face because I fucking loved it. It's honestly kind of weird because I I I cheer for children dying in movies. Usually because they're annoying as fuck, but <laughs> like if you put the controller in my hands, says all right, do it. I'd be like, no, I'm gonna try and help him. <laughs> he, he needs he needs an adult presence that's not a psychopath. That's all. Yeah. And then the kid just annoys you through the rest of the game. I'm like fuck. Like I saved I saved Robot Son in Fallout Four. Yeah, I never I never. Who who's Robot Son? I know. I uh, understand what you're talking about. Or you're on a quest to save your son. Turns out your son is an old bastard who made a robot version of himself when he was a kid, and you can just kind of leave it to blow up with the rest of the building, or you can adopt it. And I always adopt it. 
When so I he made a robot me. version of himself who the robot is a kid, or he made a version of, or he made a robot version of himself when he was a kid. Robot version of himself when he was a kid. Like it's a kid. It's a. It's him as a kid as a robot. Okay, so the so first basically, option. You, you, yes, basically, you, you were both frozen, and then. No, I, I knew the frozen thing. Baby. I knew like still. I knew like the like okay. you fucking like watch as they fucking murdered your spouse and stole your baby. He knew that we were frozen today. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's just it's just my, like, my confusion like, was he, my confusion was was the was your son when your son was like twelve he made a robot. No. Or when your son was like ninety he made a robot who looked like he when it looked like him when he was twelve. Yes, that one. Okay. Just. <laughs> the first time I asked that question, I got no. And I basically asked, "Was it this or this?" Yes. There's a plot. There's a plot reason he did it because he was trying to trick the main character into thinking that like not so much time had passed. <laughs> so like you were, so you were chasing, you were chasing the robot version of your kid, thinking he was still the kid. So <sighs> it's not like he's just like he's not like he's like I'm going to make a robot version of myself as a kid because for fun. Yeah, no, yeah, you were not chasing after the robot version of him because, like, it's still in testing. It malfunctions. Anyway. Yeah, last was part two. It, f- fuck, man. <sighs> Such rage. Yeah, like, I've, I've, talked about, I've talked about it before, I think. I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but, like, it's gone just way more down the route of, like, just, Uncharted-esque action sequences where you barely interact with it. Oh, that's always fun. That's most games lately. Yeah, like, yeah, lately, but like especially the Naughty Dog games. Like, like once Uncharted fucking like took off, they're like, it's okay, like, it's like, it's like you know, you know, we know what we need in this next sequel. We need more explosions and shooting. Because that's what people we need. Liked Michael Bay to direct game. this. Yeah, it's like Michael Bay. It's like, all right, so we have this really scrappy game. Like, you like you gotta like scrounge for every bullet. Every bullet matters. What do we do? Infinite ammo car chase. Brilliant. Brilliant. So yeah, I fuck man. Did you enjoy the second game that you played more? Yes, I did. Because the second game I played was Mortal Kombat Aftermath. There you go. Sounds like you had fun. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, they had a they had a big expansion pack release that was. That was a new. That was a whole new story sequence. That was like a whole new bunch of story sequences, as well as every DLC character that was released. It cost about as much as the game did, so it's not super worth it. Blasphema. But it's still it's still relatively enjoyable. Like, like playing the game, um, we are you get to play as a bunch of the DLC characters. It all takes place after the events of the game, so like it actually is just straight up a sequel story. Uh, they brought back the guy who played Shang Tsung in the movie to play Shang Tsung again. Which is cool. Really? Yeah, they, like like he's doing the voice acting. They also like modeled the character after him. Which that's always great. I love seeing that guy. I enjoy the Mortal Kombat movies. I enjoy the Mortal Kombat movie. The second one's fun. <laughs> it is. It's stupid. It is. It is. It's, it's all fun. right. I will never say it's good because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. <sighs> I also refuse to call anything a guilty uh, a guilty pleasure because I don't feel guilty for enjoying things. So long you as I'm should. not hurting someone else, why should I feel guilt? 
You're hurting me. How am I hurting you, Dead? Because I'm enjoying enjoy Mortal Kombat Annihilation. That causes pain in my soul. <laughs> At least I don't talk to you about it. <laughs> you just did. Yes, but I'm not sitting there for, you know, God knows how long uh, we talked yesterday about something that I didn't care about. Yeah, there's a difference. You didn't care about that. I do care that I hate it this much. All I can do is shrug. I can't see us because we don't do video. Exactly. That's why I had to say it. But anyway. So yeah, after Liu Kang becomes God. Um, yeah. Uh, Fujin. Uh, yeah, Fujin. Um, fucking Nightwolf and Shang Tsung show up outside of time. Despite time not existing right now. What? Yeah, the entirety of Mortal Kombat 11 storyline is all time shenanigans. Oh, yay. And it's told with the deftness of that's told with the deft of handness that you would expect from a Mortal Kombat game, which is to say none. Like for example, uh there's a point in the game where you are fighting two different versions of uh Kano, an older version and an old version and a young version. Uh, Cassie uh, shoots shoots young Kano in the face, killing him. At which point, old Kano then just kind of stumbles forward a little bit. The camera pans around, and we see that he has the bullet hole in his head that has healed over. Like his his eye and a chunk of his brain is gone, but it healed. And then he turns to sand and dies. Okay. And a whole bunch of other weird shit like that where like you're like time is like fully in on itself and there are like older like old versions and young versions of these different characters. Characters some of them are some of them are both alive and dead at the same time. It's all very confusing. But then but then the entire the entire like point of the game is you are fighting uh Kronika, this this being who exists beyond time and like and like is like the mother of the elder gods, like a couple of them, and is like trying to shape reality into a form that fits her wants and needs. And, and she's doing this through like the through like the control of like this massive fucking hourglass that is this is like the seat of her power. Uh, in the first in the game, like in the first part of the game, once you actually beat her, you get one of three endings. Which is you lose and Liu Kang dies. Uh, you win, you lose one round, but win the overall fight, and then Liu Kang becomes the new, like supreme god on high, and Raiden turns into a human and becomes his advisor. Or if you just win both rounds, then Liu Kang and Katana become the supreme gods on high and just kind of spend their time fucking an hourglass. This game goes for the middle option where Liu Kang is God and Raiden is his advisor. And so as he is, and so as Liu Kang is like reworking history and like getting everything back to normal, these three guys show up from before time was destroyed and then go back in time to during the events of the game itself to then enact a plan that will 
help. Oh no, it's one of those games. Yeah, it, it's so it's I, a timey wimey game. It's timey wimey bullshit that makes no fucking sense. Uh, I streamed the first hour of it on Twitch at twitch.tv slash sure to follow. I'll be streaming occasionally. Uh, yeah, I'll probably be streaming the second half at some point. I do not know how it ends, but just I like the new characters. They're fun to fight with. I enjoy playing fighting games. That's it. It's neat. I it Wait for it to be on sale. Do not buy this at full price. It is not worth it. But again, it is worth it. Uh, six, Master of Shadows. So this is a game that I have been trying to beat for a long time, but I keep getting to a certain point, kind of getting bored and uninstalling it. <laughs> and that point is different well, every I'm, time. It's like The Witcher 1. That, that is a great advertisement for the game, Dad. No, it's... You've done your part. No, it's it's a me thing. It's not a game thing. <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you, man. Also, Birdie has been texting me for like three hours complaining about complaining about like Superman stuff. Yeah, that's Birdie. Cool. Yeah, he just texted. Sorry if I'm rambling. <laughs> Text him back. We're in a recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> no worries. I'm just recording right now. <laughs> the, yes, that's right, folks. The masters of professionalism. <laughs> yep. We're the bestest. It could be more professional if I like linked my phone audio to the mixer. <laughs> so then you can hear all the text alerts and the type texting like in fucking high def audio. <laughs> oh man, we should do that one at one point. I'll be getting a new mixer hopefully in the new year, so it and Great. it has like a dedicated like input your phone thing. But yeah, so Sticks Master Shadows. Sticks is a sequel to a game called Of Orcs and Men. Uh, of Orcs and Men is a like there's like a B tier Bioware ish RPG where you play as an orc named Arkale and a goblin called Sticks. And yeah, so like that, like that game is about is about Sticks and Arkale um, trying to. Like assassinate the emperor of the human em- like the human kingdom in order to bring an end to the war between humans and the greenskins. Okay, sounds fair. Yeah, uh, it it's all it's it's that the game's pretty good. It, it's all right. Like it is a bit it is a bit weird just like getting used to like the difficulty scaling and how the actual mechanics of all that shit work. But for the most part, I enjoy playing that game too. Uh, it, it works mainly off of the strength of character. Uh, like stick, like Arkale is a is part of like this blood hunter pack of orcs. He's like one of like their strongest warriors, and Styx is the only goblin capable of talking. Oh, that's that's uh, problematic. <laughs> yeah, like goblins in this world are essentially just like humanoid rats. In in, ter- in terms in terms of, like you know behavior and appear in terms of, like behavior and public perception, they still look like goblins. Okay, but then for some reason, Sticks can talk, and is like able, like it was like capable of like you know a higher level of reasoning. Meowth, that's right. Sure. Well, Meowth is the only one that could talk. Only Pokemon that I, can talk. I understood that reference. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I, I know. Like, I'm not sure if I 100 percent agree with it, but like it's close enough. 
Uh, but yeah, so then getting in, so then after, that game was a relative success because the company, shockingly enough, budgeted their game appropriately and didn't expect the, didn't expect their niche like fucking like fucking B tier uh, RPG to make billions of dollars. What a twist! I know, right? And so the game did so the game did well enough, and so people and people also loved the character of Sticks. So then they decided to spin Sticks off into his own series of games, which turned from an RPG into a third-person stealth-based game. Interesting. Yeah, so Sticks Master Shadows is the first one, um, and I believe it's a prequel to uh, of Orcs and Men. But yeah, playing as Sticks, you are trying to break into this elven stronghold that houses the world tree this like massive tree that produces amber which is like this like super condensed like magical essence almost and Styx at this point is like has like this weird amber infection has like this voice in his head that's constantly running and the only way to like calm that down to keep him functional is to drink amber and he thinks that like going he thinks by going to the world tree he'll be able to he'd be able to like cure himself of this hmm Interesting. Yeah, and so you, and so yeah, going into this, going into this world, uh, you have, you have a couple of like amber-based abilities. Like you have a, you have a detective vision that will like highlight enemies and hiding places and like like grab points. You're able to climb up. Uh, you have you can turn invisible for like for like three seconds, and you can uh create a copy of yourself essentially just like you barf up a little ball and then that ball grows into a shitty smaller goblin which you can then like have go off and do like other tasks for you assuming he doesn't get too far away is it adorable uh from a certain perspective yes what does the voice in his head say uh it's just it's it is the the voice in his head is the narration that goes throughout the game whenever you're in a cutscene. No oh, voice okay. in his head that's just dead. We just need to play along until the white men, the men in the white coats get there. <laughs> until the white men get here? <laughs> well, they're usually the bad guys, aren't they? Fair enough. I, th- I, thought, I thought it was like, burn everything. Burn it to the ground. Oh, no. It's just, it's just oh, I got a headache. And then, inter- and then internally it was like, yes, we do have a headache. It's essentially just what if the Essentially, it's like, what if the internal monologue of Deadpool was just his own internal monologue? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, so all these, all these different abilities take um, use Amber. Um, but, like, with some of them, if you use it right, it will, like, recharge itself over... Like, if you use, like, multiple abilities, like, in quick succession, you'll burn all your Amber. Amber but if you use, like, a little bit of it every now and again, it will... It kind of recharges a little bit. So it's, it's like it's got that like neat resource element to it, um, and yeah, the rest of the game is just you sneak around. You have a knife, and that's about it. Uh, if enemies spot you, uh, it actually Are you doesn't, sure it's not a shank. Yeah, it's it's a I knife. Say, do you have do you have infinite shanks in this game? Uh, no, you you have a knife. You just it's just then a I knife. Get, I get I guess sticks didn't get into Alpha Shank Omega. Nah. Now he's now he was like, "Hey guys, what if what if our knives like worked more than once?" And then he was immediately kicked out. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, it's it's neat. Like it's keeping the same like character of Shanks. Um, it is developing the world in a in a neat way. Like it's 
it is still just like kind of like it is still just kind of like Tolkien esque fantasy, but it does it in a but does it in a very visual way that that you know video games do. And so that and so black so that with the character of sticks, I'm finding I'm finding decently compelling. Um, uh, gameplay wise, it is just kind of like you know stealth. It's it's a stealth game. I spend the majority of my time crouching on ledges, watching guard patterns, and then waiting for one to be alone, and then barfing at his food, which is a way to kill them. That's awesome. Because stick goblin barf is poison. Oh, really? Yeah. So you just like walk up to like a walk up like walk up to like like a communal like water well or something and just barf in it. It's like oh, there's lovely apple there. And then someone walks by. Oh yes, I'll just take a drink of this. Mm, Tastes funny. Which is always fun to watch. Because they go, because they actually go back to their patrol patterns. Like they come over, grab a drink of water, and then go back to their patrol pattern, and then just all of a sudden just go, "Oh, I'm feeling woozy." Dragged all. So that's always fun to watch. Uh, and if you do, end up, and if you do end up getting caught, um, it actually, it's actually kind of neat because there's a like, there's a combat system to this that is a bit odd because it go because it. For the majority of the time, the camera's like very pulled back, and you're just kind of seeing yourself and the mass environment. But then, once you get caught, like an enemy runs up on you, then the camera like goes like super tight into like in like behind stick shoulders, and and then instead of attacking you, just like the the guys will swing in for an attack. They have to parry their sword until they open up, and they just fucking jump in and stab them in the throat. But the timing on that is real. It's kind of tricky to get. And also, while that's happening, every other guard in the area is running directly towards you, including the ones with throwing knives and crossbows. So, if you get caught, run the fuck away or reload a save. Because it's one of those kind of stealth games. But yeah, for the most part, I've been really, I've been really enjoying Sticks. Like, I've, I have been, I've been meaning to beat this game for a long time. And now I'm going to fucking just buckle down and actually get it beat this time. I'll do it. You'll fucking see. You'll all see. All right. You want to play some Borderlands, though? <laughs> I already installed it. Uh, okay. And then we'll lastly, do, we'll do a game games. that I have been needing to play, but haven't been because I've been really depressed lately. It's called Paradise Killer. It's a game that I got from the folks at Evolve, at Evolve PR, who were doing PR for the game. Uh, for review purposes, the game came out in September at the beginning of the month, like literally three weeks ago. And I haven't booted it up once. I was supposed to do a video podcast coverage and a written review for it. I've done none of those things because I have been, cause I've just been fucking blah, 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 blah. Exactly, and just any time I've thought like, "Hey, let's get, let me let me just put this, this thing to record." Oh, I, I, I could do that. I could have watched this fifteen second YouTube video for the ninth time. Oh, where did the hours go as I watched that fifteen second YouTube video over and over and over again? Exactly. Guess I might as well go make a pizza and go to bed. Exactly. 
And it's been that it's been the same thing with Dong and Rampa. Like I fucking I got I got caught up to the point where I was. I am now fully refreshed on what the fuck I've done in that game. And I can start recording it again anytime I want. And I just haven't. Hmm. It's a real fucking shame because like I love Danganronpa and uh like and uh fucking Paradise Killer looks a lot like Danganronpa but made by fucking Suda Fifty One. Ooh, that's actually appealing to me then. Yeah, it's got like this real like it's got this real like fucking like hardcore like neon and like neon neon eighties aesthetic. Like uh, a couple of characters. One of the characters is literally just a screaming skeleton. Oh, so you must really relate. Yeah, he's my cousin. He did mocap for the game. Ah. <laughs> but no, like it it looks really fucking cool and I've been wanting to play it. I just just haven't. And I feel bad. Because I got the game under the pretense of professionalism. <laughs> Maybe that should be the game you buckle down and play. I will. I'm also Working on getting a copy of Crash Bandicoot 4. Which comes out next week. I hope you enjoy that. We'll find out. But anyway, that's all I got. Uh, Alex, what Japanese game have you played? Um, well, so speaking of terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago in the conversation. I know, but I I was waiting for that lead-in. <laughs> so I, I went back to to an old game I played uh, several times a while ago, uh, an old uh, PC game from Bioware back when it was still good, uh, Dragon Age Origins. That was not a very good game. <laughs> I know. Like, I love it, but it's not a very good game. And I decided this time I was going to play the character as as murderous and evil as possible. Okay, we're just going to ask what what the terrible people were. Most of your team. I mean, Zavon well, is a just garden variety sociopathic murderer. Yeah. Um, or is it Zevran? I can never remember. Zevran. Ze- Ze- Zevran um, is Zevran's like an assassin who's like oh but I Stin I, is like a secret agent who's come to figure out whether or not he needs to wipe out your entire country. Um, yeah, Sten is for a, a race of like horned ogre people who like are really hardcore communist basically. Morrigan is like willing to like sleep with anybody just to get control over a god's soul. Uh, Alistair is a whiny, spoiled little bitch who can't get over himself long enough to save his goddamn country unless you literally browbeat him into it. Um, so I guess we're going back to Morgan for a second. Like, like of, the, of all the people you mentioned, yeah, they're all terrible, but like... You know, she's probably the least evil. Yeah, like, I was just saying, like, if you want... If, you, if like, fucking some people would get in control of God's soul... A God. A yeah. God. Fuck it. One God. That's more God than me. Yeah. True. And also, and also, it turns out, like, when you play the third game, that she actually, you know, raised this good God's soul to be a good... Yeah. Yeah, she's a good mom. 
so she so she ended up she ended up being surprisingly not as evil as you'd think. I own this game and I have not played more than five minutes of it because I got into the first combat and died immediately. Ah. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not uh, playing this. You also team up with a rampant drunk who like like he will beat the shit out of people just for disagreeing with him slightly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's fun. Uh, see who el- What other team members can I just like give a very negative description to? Um, There's Win, but I don't, don't think Win really did anything bad. Well, actually, she kind of. She's kind of an Uncle Tom. Uh. Oh yes, we belong in the safe towers where we can safely pr- practice magic uh, yeah, so, and be watched so, so, over by people who will slit our throats at the slightest suggestion that we're anything other than perfect angels. Oh yes, sir. So recur- so a recurring theme in Dragon Age is that anyone who has magic is uh, for basically forced to live in like a tower slash like school for almost their entire lives, being watched by uh, a bunch of knights who don't really care for them because. The main religion on the continent is basically very anti-magic. And okay. If you choose not to, if you choose to like escape the tower and try and be free, you will have knights sent after you to potentially kill you. <laughs> oh, and you have to donate your blood so that they can use it to track you. Yes. That seems bad. Oh yeah, no. Um... <laughs> They're li- that's they're all, that's, that's only in that's, that's only in the the, the country that most of them get. Like it turns out, in like there's just one country like to the north that like you know I don't think we've ever gone to there. But, Antiva. Like, I was like oh yeah, no, not Antiva. Uh, the 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 the, the magisterium. Aren't they from Antiva? I don't know, but I just I just know that like you go up and they're like oh actually, but in this country like the wizards rule everything, and they just like murder people on the street with lightning if someone pisses them off. Yeah. And they can do that. Oh, good. So it's just terrible on all fronts. Kind of. The Tevinter Imperium. Yes, that's it. Okay, that sounds familiar, but I think that's only because I played uh, Inquisition. Yes. But yeah. uh... That comes up in Inquisition, too. Yeah. And honestly, like, until I go to one of these places, I'm going to believe that, like, half of all the evil they've done is propaganda. You know so Cave I mean? is clearly a very pro-mage person. Oh, yeah, I always play mages. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, what do you expect? Though, the Tevinter Imperium, from my encounters with anybody from the Tevinter Imperium, save Dorian, seems like a real shit place to, to live. Yeah. Mage or no. They're like, oh, yeah, I just, I just have my several dozen slaves that I'm just going to sacrifice in a blood ritual. Yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah, the Tevinter. Then Dorian shows up in Inquisition, and he's like, "Yeah, that's pretty much what it's like." <laughs> yeah, which is why, like, the Tevinter appears probably as bad as people <laughs> in the games. It's, it's, it's probably as bad as they say. Oh, but yeah. See, who else? Who else is just horribly evil? Well, if you count the DLC companions, then there's that rock chick. Oh, yeah, female. Who's just like, yeah, I enjoy squishing pigeons and He's people. Like, I enjoy squishing. I enjoy squishing pigeons, and I hate people. Yeah, you'd hate people too if they left you frozen in the middle of a town and treated you like a statue for a hundred years. 
<sighs> so yeah, <laughs> there there aren't very many good people or characters in the original Dragon Age. So go There's on, not. tell you tell me tell us about but, how you fit in perfectly. <laughs> I was I was because I was gonna I was gonna say this is all true, but the reason I said terrible people is because I was playing the main character as a terrible person because you could do a lot. You can just like you know, it's like you you go into a bar. It's like, hey, bartender, I think you should give these people drinks for free. And they're like, no. I'm like, well, I'm going to kill you then. And then you just pull out a knife and throw it in his face <laughs> and kill him. Yeah. yeah. You pull out a knife and throw it in his face, and then later you kill him. I, I think basically everywhere you go, you basically just have the option to like, or you can just kill this character. I'm pretty sure you could pull your weapons out like anywhere and just like start you attacking can't. things. Well, I mean, you can't you can't just like straight up start attacking NPCs. Well, I mean, you can, but you won't do any damage to them. Yeah, you don't do any damage unless they are considered an enemy, but coward. But, yeah, but I mean, like like you like like you go and they're like there's a prisoner and you can like convince him to to give you a key that he stole. And then you can just stab him afterwards. Like, why? Because. I just feel like it. Guard's like, hey, what'd you murder that random guy for? Oh, he came at me threateningly. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's like one of the first things you can do in the game, and then you can steal from a guy's chest. Yeah. You can, like, bully this random slave into giving you his master sword. And then ex- explaining why, uh... It's like, and then, oh yeah, and you can t- and then, it's like, I'm taking the sword, now nah, you can just go tell him whatever. <laughs> it's like you go you go to the mage tower where you have to save the mages or you can be like no let's just kill them all even if even if you are yourself a mage jesus christ be like nah nah purge them all yeah these mages are evil not like me i am a good mage <laughs> yes i'm a quiz at or whatever well, because in the first game, you you end up part of a group called the Grey Wardens, who are like this special order yeah. that exists to we slay uh, you know, the old gods. Yeah, basically. So, like, basically, there's there's yeah. an un- unwritten rule that and like, if you Grey sleep Wardens with Morrigan instead of absorbing the old god soul into yourself, it goes into her vagina. Like, if <laughs> if you if you're a mage and you're a Grey Warden, none of the rules apply to you as far as mages go. You can just do whatever. Yay. And they have to just kind of let you deal with it because, oh, crap, you're a warden. Uh. Which really makes it interesting to me that you don't just, like, recruit all of the people at the tower. <laughs> it's like, hey, these are all my friends, so uh, all of you can become great wardens. Our freedom. <laughs> but you got the friends. They're, they're, the unc- they're, they're the slaves. You got you beat them and then fuck I also love the bias on blood magic <laughs> in that world. There's a bias okay, on blood magic like, everywhere, dude. It's it's but literally like there's no proof that it's any worse than any other form of magic. Like they don't even like yeah you have to sacrifice an unwilling soul. Well, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. There's like you could become you can make the player character become a blood mage themselves, and the only difference is that you're you have to fuel your spells with HP instead of magic. Some of your spells. Yeah, well, and you you also get—I mean, you also get a couple like special blood magic spells, like make people's blood explode out of their bodies. But you know, I mean, that's really not any worse than just like killing them with lightning or killing them with a fireball. I mean, honestly, like it, it's kind of like the whole thing just horseshit. 
Yeah, well, that that's most things. Like it's like like anything, any kind of like magic system that's that's invented for like fantasy stories. There's always some aspect of it that's like this is fine, but for some reason people hate it. It's especially great if you do go mage and then you pick up the thing that lets you get um uh like astral armor or something because you can literally become immune to all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, a you- really easy glitch to get to going too. You just become partially invisible and are thus indestructible for some reason. Is that a glitch or is it a class? It's a, it is a glitch that comes from a class from a class and a base spell being used in combination. Oh, okay, because I know, like, with mage, you can get, like, a class where it's just like, oh, you can use your magic, you can use your magic stat for all your equipment stats, so you can just, like, walk around with heavy armor and carrying a big sword. Yep, and that like, is quite, quite essential to becoming the most powerful swordsman yeah. ever as a mage. I mean, you, you well, you, you can't use any of the special sword attacks, but, like... Big fucking warp. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, your your defense is so high, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you put on some nice dragon bone armor. You you equip the two best non-special swords in the game because there are some swords that require you be a specific class. But you equip those two swords. You cast the spells that make you indestructible, and then you just start walking through the battlefield as a god. Yeah, you just auto attack everyone, and then you win. Yeah, basically, it might, like, it might take a while. Half but... of all of my mage playthroughs in Orc, I don't actually cast any spells on the enemies. I just cast my buffs at the beginning of the fight and just go win. Because why not? Wait a minute. You play a character where they mainly do nothing and still win? No, I melee attack enemy. I just don't use any of my actual offensive spells. Actually, I don't... Half the time, I don't think I even bother with offensive spells. (laughs) Because they're actually less... Hand to God. Offensive spells in that game are less effective than just holding down down audio auto-attack. Hand to God. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and hey, I did shit in Halo. I shot things. Yes. Sure you did. Yes, but then the universe conspired against you by making your controller not work. <sighs> I think I fixed it. <laughs> but I just I just love the random evil you can do in that game. It's like, hey, hey, we found this this life-giving artifact that we need to uh to save this one guy, oh, let's just let's corrupt it and destroy it. Why? Oh yeah, that that. Why not? The ashes of a, a literal saint. <laughs> yes. Like if you if you get that smear that shit smeared on you, it can save your life. So instead, let's. Isn't it you bleed in it? No, you you pour dragon blood in it. Ah uh, yeah. Because th- because there's this one lunatic at the base of the mountain who's like, hey. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure this dragon is like uh, their their messiah type uh, figure reborn. So when you find the ashes in there, you should pour this blood on them. So you you can so you can do that if you want. And then like if you do that, and like there these two people who are very religious are in the party, they'll just straight up try to kill you right there. Yep. Yep. They they do not like that shit. In fact, you can the majority of your party elim- members, you can yeah, you could piss off to the point where they're like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to t- kill you now." Yeah, <laughs> you you can you can wind up by yourself, but if you're a god, it doesn't matter. If you're a god, it really matters. Like most things don't matter if you're a god. 
Uh, but of course, very no, ma- no matter how evil you are, you still save the, you know, you still have to save the country if you want to complete the game. Not if instead of playing all the way to the end, you decide to quit halfway through and go over to the DLC that lets you play as the bad guy. I mean, yeah, but in that case, you die. Yeah. But yes, there's there's also a DLC for this game where it's, where it's like... You play as the final battle, but you play as like the the enemy horde instead, and then like you can just basically kill them all. you got turned into a dark spawn yes. instead of winning in the beginning. So it becomes Overlord. Uh kind of actually. Kind of. Because you go around, you recruit minions, you use those minions to actually do the work for you. Hmm. You kill all of the party members who you didn't work with in this because, you know, you were turned into a you dark died. spawn. <laughs> oh, so God. instead, Alistair has to lead, and, you know... He's incompetent. <laughs> we saw, we saw, we see how well Alistair does. He loses everything. Yes, he loses horribly. Yay! Lose. I don't know, I'm... You okay, Dad? Yeah, I don't know. Just, I... I forgot to get the news up, so I was just going through that. The news. <laughs> yeah, so he, anyway, but no, I was, I was just going through an old game, because I was like, hey, I have nothing new to play. I should probably play something. Probably. I'm going to play Dragon Age. Dad's going to blow the dust off of that uh, review thing, so I better be able to talk about something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Also, for lack of anything new to play, I dusted off my 3DS and I started Jesus. playing. And I started playing some Pokemon. I forgot you had a 3DS. I do. I have a 3DS. It still works. Still works very well. And uh, so, since I don't have the mo- the modern game, because I was one of those people that wasn't very thrilled that they took all the all of those uh, mons out. Uh, so I went back to Sun and Moon, which is now at this point, I think, two games outdated. They started including Digimon? Did I say Digimon? No, you said you Mons. Said Mons. Wait. Oh, Mons. Oh, it's, it's short, shorthand for everything. I, I know. I was fucking with you. Mons. Mans. You know. Pokemon. And uh, it, tur- it turns out the Wi-Fi community on the 3DS, which, by the way, they stopped production for like last week. Yeah, it makes me sad. Uh, but it turns out the the uh, the online community is still thriving, and there are still uh, you know people playing Sun and Moon Wi-Fi battle and trading. So I dusted off my team and I played a few rounds of that. I uh, didn't do very well because here's here's the thing: you can either go for like you know like the special like godlike Pokemon. Or you can play like, or you can play a version that bans them. But the thing is that if you play the version that bans them, then you usually end up playing against like people who are very, very good at metagaming everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but if but if you go to the ones that allow them, then you usually run into like ten year olds using really really cheap unfair Pokemon. Oh, so it's so an online way, game. Yeah. It's a. The, well, the it's not an online game. Online. The battle, yeah, the battling system is online. 
Yeah. So as opposed to like so, so back in the day. Yeah, so the spread is the spread is either either people who just fucking bought people who just fucking like like got the most cheap bullshit they possibly could in order to win, or people who are just so fucking good at the game that you might as well not play. Basically. Yeah, it's the same thing in Call of Duty. I, I fall, and just like in Call of Duty, I fall squarely in the middle. I understand oh. some of the basic strategies, but don't have the patience to go deal with it. So I just get stomped by both sides. Also, I was like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to try. I, I was, I was like looking in the box, and I was like, I want to try some things I've never tried before. Like I was like, I want to, I'm going to run with Torterra, which is like, I think. Oh, you just grabbed random world. shit from your box too. You didn't bother training yeah. things for. Okay. Yeah, no, oh like no, they, no, they were tra- they were trained, but I was just like, um, did you like? Did, did you did you special train them? Like, did you take them all the way through EV training, making sure they got their stats in the best, most efficient places for them, or did no, you well, just I get got, to I, the higher level? I got most of these off of Wonder Trade, so I'm pretty sure someone did all of that for me. That's why you lost. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, if you get something from like, Wonder Trading, you got to go breed until you get the right, uh, you get the right ability. Got to make sure you got decent IVs. And then you go in. If it comes off at Wonder Trade at level one with like a bunch of good moves, I kind of assume, oh, this must be like something somebody worked on. Or hacked. Or hacked. If it's a level one with a bunch of good moves, then it's probably been hacked. Well, egg moves, like, you know. Yeah, but it still doesn't mean they bother. Like, if they're giving it away, then that's probably because it didn't have the ability they wanted, so they didn't waste their time super training it. Or okay. giving well, I'm not. EV I'm not. I'm all. not that hardcore a fan that I'm gonna like. You know, I was just like. Well, then why the fuck are you playing this children's game? <laughs> Seriously, know. God. Also, based, based, based. I was gonna say, based on some of the names that came up, I don't think they're children, or maybe they are. Why were they all dick jokes? Uh, yeah, or. Or some of them, or some of them were, you know, like. If you're not going to spend the requisite 90 hours going through every single possible iteration in order to get the best possible team and thus take all the fun out of the game, what the fuck are you doing playing Pokemon? <laughs> like, like, like the box, like the boxing one named M. Tyson. I was like, I mean, maybe a kid came up with that. No, that's probably an old person. Yeah, I didn't think so. I was like, some of them are fairly clever. But anyway, but no, I was just like, ah, oh, it's my 3DS. I should probably dust it off and see if it still works. So it does. What game do I casual. have on here? Oh, what game do I have in here? Oh, Pokemon. Oh, I'll see what see, see what we got. I did I did win a few matches though. That was good for you. But only only in the only with the really only with the cheap Pokemon allowed ones because I find out that like oftentimes you have like kids that don't really understand the rules of the game or what they're doing beyond I'll just throw out this stupidly powerful thing I caught in the story mode and. Hope it'll win. Shocking. I'll just oh. I'll just throw out my legendary that only has attacking moves because I, I I need it to be able to attack all the time. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like oh no it's Mewtwo. Oh he doesn't quite grasp it. Psychic doesn't hit dark types. Oh okay. I'll just crush him then. Right. So cast Morog, Fury of Aquam, and then play nine lands. <laughs> Yeah, that basically. sounds like one of our matches dead. <laughs> That's that was the joke. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Dead is good at Commander, and I am very lucky. In Magic the Gathering, in Commander, uh, I built a new deck with Omnath Locus of Creation. 
the new four color Omnath, and I had four combat steps in a row. After uh, and I was literally like, I should have just surrendered because <laughs> I had been thinking the previous turn, I should surrender. I'm not going to yep. win this. <laughs> yep, I built a new lands deck, and after that, it was the um, Atraxa uh, energy counter deck. But okay. I had fun. I got to play with the new Godzilla cards. They're old at this point. They've got. They've got. They're new cards. to me. Yeah, uh, a couple. Se- yeah, Godzilla a couple. Yeah, like- a couple. So a couple of sets ago, um, Wizards of the Coast teamed up with Toho to release um, a bunch of uh, variant prints of some of the cards that were being printed in Ikoria, which would which it was just one of these creatures, but they were then given a Godzilla print. Hmm. Which made me happy because I'm a Godzilla fan and a Magic Gathering fan. Yeah, so there were a bunch of cards that had the regular art, then they had like this special like comic book art, and then they had a Godzilla variant. Yeah, the ones that we ended up, the ones that I ended up like finding and sending to you were, um, well, the ones that you end up choosing were uh, Gigan, uh, Space Godzilla, regular Godzilla, and Biolanti. But anyway, yeah. so you're saying about Pokemon? Uh, just I, I won a couple matches, and I felt good. Good for you. I felt good. I felt good and tried not to think. But he was probably like ten years old and had no idea what he was doing. Who's your favorite Pokemon? My favorite. Pokemon? Who's your favorite ten year old? Blastoise. 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 I started with Pokemon. I started with Blastoise back in like when the, when it, when Red and Blue first came out, and that is my go to if I can use it in every generation. I didn't know you could start with Blastoise. I, I, I started with Squirtle. I got I got grumpy because uh, with Dex, it Metagross didn't get transferred over, and he's my favorite. Oh, I'm hoping man. he's going to get transferred over in the Crown Tundra DLC. Did you just oh, say yeah, Dexit? Dexit. Yeah, that's right. what they were calling it on the internet. Dexit. So basically, so basically, in the in the latest version of the game, uh, no, I get of, it. Like they didn't have all of them, and I, since I, it's no, called, I since get it's it. Based I get on it. British, I get it. I get it. They call it. It angers me, but it I get Dexit. it. Oh fuck! God damn it! <laughs> we broke dead. We Brexit broke was a bad enough word. Now there's a fucking. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> <laughs> there are times when I hate language. <laughs> Like Dexit is this like it it elicits in me the same reaction of like somebody saying the word moist in some other people. Moist. 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 I never did get it. It's like moist. Like, stop saying moist. Like, why? You know, just just some people, like the like the way the word sounds, like the way Dexit sounds, it sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. Yeah, this episode's called Moist. <laughs> moist. It has to be Moist Dexit now. <laughs> it has to be Moist. Well, I, I mean, he, I did use a water type, so I won <laughs> several rounds through being moist. <laughs> oh, that makes me think of my turtle team. I called it the Turtle so. Club. And yet you wouldn't build a deck with the fucking turtle. 
You didn't show me any pictures, man, so I don't know which uh, card you're talking about. Give me a second here. So who's in your turtle? Who's in your turtle club? Oh God, I'd have to actually like go on to uh, Bulbapedia, but I can tell you off the top of my head: Blastoise, Torterra, um, Carcosa. Um, oh God. I, I, like those are the ones off the top of my head. Huh. Uh, Turtinator or what's, yeah. What's so the, the creature. One? Is Yadaro, Wandering Monster, but the card was Godzilla Doom Inevitable. Yeah, that one didn't interest me. Now give me a second while I look up Mono Red Cycling Decks. Okay. All right. Well, while he's doing that, Cave, okay, it's your turn. Yes, it is. Well, since we were already talking about Pokemon, uh, Pokemon, I recently uh, got bothered getting out my copy of Pokemon Sword and Shield and playing through the Isle of Armor DLC. I miss the days when they'd release a new game. Because yeah, the Isle so. of Armor DLC was a bit lackluster. I'm hoping that yeah. the second DLC will make up for it because like, the DLCs individually cost less than the whole new game would cost. So I'm assuming the DLCs added more to the decks, right? They added more to the decks, which was actually, I believe, released universally. Um, oh, and I'm, I'm fingers crossed, praying that Metagross gets added. Because he is my favorite Pokemon. Do you really like Metagross? He's my favorite. Like, if I were to build a team out of my favorites, he'd be the lead. Followed by Snorlax. Followed by uh, Togekiss. Followed by uh, Tyranitar. Um, and then I'm kind of free to pick whoever I want. Though Gengar is, like, right up in there. Um, do you still is. have um, Do you still have Sun and Moon? Yeah. Huh, perhaps we should battle sometime. But mm -hmm. go on. <laughs> you don't want to battle me. If you're gonna battle, way. record it. <laughs> we could do that. No, I will not do that to you. <laughs> I will not ruin the game for you. <laughs> Why you let me do it to you, Magic? Okay, so I'm never playing Magic again. Got it. <laughs> um, uh, but no, um, the, with the Isle of Armor, they introduced a new, I think, like, Mythical, um, who is, uh, whose name escapes me. Um, uh, I think it's, like, Cubfu or something. Oh, the karate thing. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's cute, and he grows up into one of two forms that is like, yes, I can either... Be, I can either punch a lot really effectively, or I can be less effective and punch in the dark. Uh, dark type or water type. Um, I went with fighting water because like, I didn't have either of those types on my team. I built a whole new team on Isle of Armor. I was like, eh, playing through with my overleveled team from the main game would just make this not fun. So let me build a whole new team. Probably going to do the same thing for uh, the Crown Tundra when that comes out. Um... Yeah, so it is Kung but, Fu. Yeah, uh, and like he and his evolution are good rewards for going through the uh, uh, DLC. Uh, Urshafu is his name, and it like it's one of those th things where it feels like it keeps like yeah, this is the end. By the way, we're not ending it <laughs> like over and over again. It's it's kind of like weird. 
Because it's like, all right, I've beaten the game. Hey, there's this other thing that we can go do. Okay, let's go do that. Hey, there's this other thing that we can go do. Okay, let's do that. Hey, there's another thing. Okay, stop. <laughs> like Every time Will I turn end. around, they're like, hey, we've got more shit for you to deal with. Um, I absolutely abhor the female rival that they threw in. Because she's just, like, in the end, she's okay. But in the beginning, she's like... I'm better than you, and I'm going to be an annoying, bitchy character the whole time. But oh, so people, it's like Gary. people love me because I'm female, so they're going to draw a ton of fan art of me. But I'm not even effective enough to beat you once, or even come close to knocking out a member of your team. So once. it's like Gary. No, Gary was like somewhat effective and would actually like knock out members of my team. But because she was so much lower level than me... Even when I built a new team, I stomped her ass into dust. However, the uh, leader of the uh, dojo that you go to for the, the uh, Isle of Armor was was actually competent and effective and actually gave me a run for my money, even with my overlevel team. So I liked him. He was fun. He was a challenge. Um, they introduce a way to get Watts that basically make Watts valueless. Which is interesting because they were one of the big things that were pushing when they first uh, released the game. It was like, yeah, and you get watts from doing this, that, and the other. And it's like, all right, after days and days of work and struggling, I finally have 50,000 watts. Let me go to the Isle of Armor because I'm sure that I need, I'm going to need watts in order to be able to buy things, get there. Hey, uh, I'll dig up like 100,000 watts for you in like two tries. You just need to get this one random item that you get from like everywhere in the game all right you got it all right let me uh dig up fifty thousand watts for you who didn't break a sweat now i got ninety five thousand for you i'm just sitting there like the fuck <laughs> okay watts no longer have value good to know yay devaluing the, the economy oh poke still have value thankfully yay economy though i'm annoyed because they put apricorns in and you don't do anything with them that you would do with apricorns like, instead of actually forging them into Pokeballs, you feed them to this random thing that, like, you have to go online to look up a guide for what you feed to it, uh, and then it'll randomly spit out Pokeballs at you. And I'm just like, no, no. Apricorns are supposed to be forged in the heat of fire by a skilled artisan, not eaten by a random machine this fuck-off kid has. So, wait a minute. Pokeballs are made by taking apricot acorns and then setting them on fire mm, ish <laughs> there are multiple techniques for making uh poke one of them is by using apricorns you for and you forge them you don't set them on fire you forge them they've got like a, me a metallic crust on them so they're pretty much inedible yeah oh sorry sorry how them. stupid of me yeah it, you don't forge with fire what am i thinking yeah but you don't light them on fire you just forge them Lighting on fire would mean they got too hot. It's almost like I'm comedically oversimplifying the process because it's still really fucking stupid. Yeah, no, it is really, it is really, it is that's stupid, but that's, it's, that's totally we, we developed this yeah. fucking technology in order to fucking like digitize people, like take life forms, and turn them into energy and then store them in this fucking ball. And we made it by picking up some fucking like road apple we found on the goddamn side of the highway. Yeah. And like, basically, <laughs> yeah, I, like you, you boil it down. Um, and then they eventually develop like actual, like technologically designed balls that 
are, for a lot of them, actually worse. How the fuck does that work, man? How the fuck? Who the <laughs> fuck was know. sitting there like, hey, you know that dragon over there? I'm going to throw this fucking potato at him and let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, he hit it with a fireball, but somehow the potato managed to capture it. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that is how exactly now how I imagine. <laughs> Just like what the fuck, man! Like of everything about Pokemon that doesn't make any sense, that's the thing I'm hung up on, and it pisses me off. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh. It's like, yeah, yeah, human children could just turn into Pokemon. Multiple ghosts, multiple Pokemon are just like the fucking souls of dead people. People like fucking, they send their fucking 10 year old kids off to run to the goddamn wilderness to be eaten by a goddamn monster. But no, the thing that pisses me off the most is the technology that, that converts living mass into energy (laughs) was developed by a stupid pun. I don't know why it amuses me so much. You, but it does. I mean, Someone came up with a fucking portmanteau of you. apricot and acorn, and they were like, I got it, Pokeballs. <laughs> and they decided, hey, let's make that, hey, let's, you know this fucking dog shit nature bullshit? Let's have that be the more effective option than decades of scientific research. <laughs> like, oh, you want to generate the power of Mew and you want to control it? You should have just gone down to the local farmer's market, you dingus. Find a fucking banapple or whatever, peel that shit, and then whoops, there you go, you got another Mew. <laughs> Spending billions fucking developing a genetic clone only to have it escape, you fucking dumbass. Yeah, well, you know, that's how it goes. Oh, I'm so glad I talked about Pokemon. <laughs> I'm so glad I talked about. You should have just worked. You should have just got like a fucking twelve pack of cram beets, and there you <laughs> fucking go. Oh, Arceus, oh. fuck that! I got a potato. Oh. I'm your god now. But I'm really hoping that the uh, Crown Tundra makes the whole DLC experience feel more worth it. I have both of my oh. windows open that I'm screaming this out of. <laughs> yeah. Um, but continuing on the DLC train, one of my favorite games finally got some DLC. Uh-huh. Uh, that is The Outer Worlds, and that is The Peril of Gorgon. The Perils of Gorgon. Yes, I. Uh, okay, are you playing this on PC or console? Uh, console. Okay. Uh, how big an install file was the DLC? Was the DLC? Because I have. N- I've been looking. Like I. I own. I own Outer Worlds, and I've been wanting to get back into it again. And I was like, okay, yeah, how big, like, how big is this DLC? Because you know, si- storage size is an issue for me right now because I have like a ninety gig just sitting there doing whatever. I don't know, but anyway, uh, so I I looked it up, and no one will fucking tell me. Not even the store page where you buy the DLC. Uh, give me a it's minute, secret. I'll go check on my actual console because I did not, you know, actually care because I had plenty of space. Yeah, I I have a game dedicated SSD of 256 gigabytes. I have 101 of it left. And I don't want to get it too full. Yes, I remember like back in the day not- when SSDs were when like SSDs were if you got really if they got like 70% full then the performance would just tank. 
If it's not, I mean, if it's just not being shown, I get the feeling it's unusually high, and they don't want to say anything. No, that's the thing. Like, it's re- it's actually really hard to find DLC install sizes. Why? I don't know. It's very like, strange. It's like going around trying to find it, trying to find like the actual size of it is actually pretty hard. Like fucking me and Cave, we we're playing the Halos, like all the Halos, uh, through the Master, through the Master Chief Collection, and all the Halo stuff is put out through. DLC like it's it's all like do you manage how much um, you manage like what games you have installed through the DLC menu and and like it won't and like it, it's super fucking like it's it's a crap shot on whether or not you actually get like the size like the file size that, that it says it's installing because it'll say like oh yeah we're, we're installing we're installing 3.8 gigs just let us download it but you look at the actual like reserve space and it's like fucking 15 gigs So weird. That's actually one of the reasons, like, why I uh, ended my trial of like the Xbox Game Pass program thing, because because it, it was like, all right, see this, all right, so see the thieves. It is like fucking what was it? Uh, I was like, see see a thieves. It's like forty five gigabytes. I was like, all right, we're reserving the space. They reserved the it space. Won't tell me either. And it was like seventy gigs. It was it was reserving. It won't tell me either. So <laughs> I can't help you. I'm sorry. It's like a it's like a dark secret. No one must know. The install size. Oh my god, that is actually that really annoys me. Um, but so I'm gonna avoid spoilers because I think everybody should go around playing it. Um, it is, it is a whole new planet. Uh, they raise the level cap. Um, and it is just a blast. Like it is. So you know how they I adver- like they have those posters for sci-fi serials in uh, the game, and by serials I mean as in serial series, not as in serial food. Yeah, I got it. Um, and like, it, like one of the co- characters' comments, it's like being in one of those serials, and you actually go on like a, it's a full fucking world. It's not like, a, hey, we introduced a thin-ass, weak-ass, linear piece of shit. It was, hey, we made a great game and we want to continue making it better. So let us do that. And uh, um, no new companions. No new, like, uh, romantic interests or anything like that. But, like, there's several new locations to explore and go to. Tons of enemies there. There are some new enemies um, I think there was some new equipment, but it had been so fucking long since I played uh, Outer Worlds. Like, I played through it twice and then put it down, because, like, I loved it, but it wasn't the kind of game that I'm like, I gotta play this 30 times. Yeah. Um, I, like, I actually re-beat the game, because I was trying to get to the DLC, only to realize, oh wait, this game doesn't let you play past the end. So that was fun for me. Um, had to build a whole new character, take them all the way to level 33, beat most of the game, <laughs> and then finally, all right, Perils of Gorgon, let's load it up. Which was not easy because I played on hard. Uh, and I just to talk about the Outer Worlds, I still fucking love their flaws system. Yeah, the flaws is really fucking cool. Like, 
I wound up afraid of heights, uh, susceptible to burns, afraid of robots, and fat. Because <laughs> like I, I, I was constantly, like, every time I used the injector, I had food in it. So it was like, you're eating an awful lot. Do you want to be, like, uh, what was it, um, addicted to food? You get all these penalties, but you also get to eat more. And I was like, fuck it, extra perk. <laughs> and I was like, how many potential flaws can I get? Can I just flaw this character up by, like, standing in an acid pool or something? And it was like, no, you get a limit of, like, I was like, oh, fine. I'll you can only be it. so flawed. Yeah. You only be so far before you just die. That's a certain point where, like, like if, if, like if, if you're this much of a wreck, you have no business being in an adventure game. Yeah, at a certain point, you just at a certain point, just like the vacuum of space just decides. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're not, you're not lasting. You don't, you don't get to live anymore. <sighs> <sighs> just get flaws to all the special damage types. <laughs> So you just melt into nothingness. Yeah. So actually, I have, uh, I have a question for you. Then um, I don't think I've actually talked about like this specific um, thing before with you. Or am I, I might have before. I'm not 100 percent sure. But uh, so getting to so there's a point. There's a point in the game where I stopped playing. Okay. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember like the exact specifics of it. So I arrived. You got to like that first like space station. And you go and talk to the, uh, you go and talk to like that, a uh, crime boss or like that, that old lady crime, that old lady criminal, whatever. Yeah. her. And she's like, Hey guy, I can get you, I can get you access key to this planet. You just need to get me these things or 10,000 credits. Yeah. So I went out to the planet where all that, where all that like research was, did a bunch of the missions, ended up accidentally giving one piece of research back to the scientist, mm-hmm. went back to the, went back to the crime lady Gave her the stuff and she's like, and she's like, all right, yeah, where's where's the rest of it? And at that point, I had five hundred credits. No, and I and I could not think of a single fucking place to go in order to gain in order to gain like any kind of like reasonable amount of credits, unless I wanted to spend nine thousand hours going through like the starter area, just like fucking grinding my way to get the fucking money in order to get to the next area. Hmm. See, by the time I was done that area both times, I had 10,000 credits, so... Yeah, no, I didn't have fucking shit. Like, I I don't know what the fuck happened. I just... It just got to a certain point where it was... Where I just could not progress unless I decided to sneak my way through an area full of enemies twice as high level as I was. I can't help you there. Like... Like I genuinely time, don't but. understand what went wrong. Like I, I know, I know, I gave the guy that thing, but then, like ten thousand credits was this ridiculous amount of money that I had not even fucking, I couldn't even fucking fathom at that point in the game, and I literally couldn't progress. Like the only other place the only I could thing that I can the suggest to do is to go back and just steal everything that's nailed down. Yeah, like the only other place I could go was it was little, was on a space station that I needed a that I needed a higher hacking skill in order to actually do anything at. Yeah, um, my my first recommendation is go to the groundbreaker and just steal everything that's nailed down. Like, there's a fuck ton of back pathways, secret corridors. Do all the side quests on uh, on uh, the groundbreaker, um, and hope and hope. And hope, like really, 
other than that, it's, yep, time to grind for a while. Thankfully, like, all of the enemy's guns do sell for some money. <laughs> so, so long as you're not breaking down all the guns, you can make some kind of profit. Yeah, I don't. Another thing that I, like, I don't know if it's just because I suck, but you die super fucking easy in that game. Oh, no, you you are made of tissue paper in that game. Yeah, even your armor is made of tissue paper. Yeah, no, like, like... And, like, that's, I think, because they wanted to make a more, like, conversation-focused game. Then, it, yeah, conversation-focused game, that's great. Then why do you have all the main missions be combat? Yeah, I know. So we want but, you to talk in this game. Here's a gun. Everyone else has guns. If you, may, if you get them, the if, if, they're, if they're mad at you, they'll kill you. You might be able to talk your way out of some things, but guns... Of course, yeah. good then, luck talking um, to monsters. Then once you've got a good like sneak rhythm down, you can just like crouch, snipe off three guys, and then hope your companions can use their abilities to take care of everything else. <sighs> I wanted to like that game. Like I loved the fucking like the feel of it. I loved the like the character of it. The work, like the universe they created, was awesome. But then I just get to that point, and like I just, I just, it was, it just stopped me from playing it. I think you still have to pay a ton of a ton of bits, even if you give her all the money. Like, I think she still asks for like seventy five thousand from you, even you give, even if you give her all the things. I don't know, man. I. But like on the upside, once you do have the bits, it's kind of a uh, okay. This success way to get a ton more bits. I actually give the people on Roseway all their shit because I'm like, I've got, I can get the money. Fuck you. Like here, have your stuff. Give me bonus, uh, like prestige with Auntie Cleo, so that I can get in good with that uh, that old hag and sell you. That's another thing. Uh, try always try and sell stuff to people who really like you. Because I think you get more money from people who like you. Yeah, I know I don't, you can buy stuff for cheaper from them. Yeah, but. I don't think I got. I don't think I got to a point where I where like every every fucking uh, person I talked to was like lukewarm on me. No, I mean like the area. Like if you do the if you do the groundbreaker side quest, they get to like one hundred percent revering of you. And you can get like a sixty-six percent discount. Okay, where? What is the groundbreaker? That's the spaceship with the criminal hag on it. Okay, I did everything there. You you fixed the heating system and all that. I'm giving him a tutorial while we're supposed to be reviewing games. Yeah, I did. I I did. Say, I'm totally I'm totally lost here. I've never played this game. Yeah, like I did all of this. Maybe you just have too many flaws. I had one. The game won't let you proceed. Sorry, you're you're too flawed to play the game. <laughs> I I don't know what happened. Roll a new character in your game. Um, like it, I it, wish it, I could help. It just like I, I fuck I, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. I do not understand. I don't get it. So moving on from that. <laughs> I don't get why I'm the one who has to suffer for this game that everyone else fucking loves. I'm sorry. I can't help you. If I could, I would. Genuinely, because you're my friend. 
and I want you to enjoy the game because it's a great game. Like, I think I I'm just an happened. idiot. Like, I, it's, it, is either, it is either my version of the game is broken or I'm an idiot. Well, you're on PC, right? Yeah. There's got to be, like, console commands for you to be able to add, just add 10,000. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Well, then... If, if my option is if my options are either I don't play the game or I or I rewrite the code of the game, it's not rewriting the code of the game. It's just cheating some money in. Yes, by going into the fucking game console. That's me going in and saying, "Hey, this number. Let me change it to ten thousand. This game is too hard. I'm going to hacksaw it. Yeah, this isn't me fucking going in. It's like, all right, well, just like up, up, down, down, left, right, and then fucking yeah, go. This is me. This is me getting access to the fucking inner inner engine of the game, and then changing an aspect of it in a way that could potentially break the game. Because that's what every console command could potentially do. Okay. That's not. I don't do like that. Okay. You do you. I will, however, just go ahead and beat games, even if they're even if they're if even if they try and bork on me. Um, <laughs> but moving on, I did actually get a new game. I haven't beaten it yet, but I've played some of it, and I've played enough of it to really be happy with the fact that one of my favorite franchises seems to have returned to form, oh. and that is Paper Mario and the Origami King. All oh, right, I heard about that. I loved Paper Mario. I fucking adored Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. I enjoyed Super Paper Mario. I accepted Sticker Star. I kind of liked Color Splash. I really, really enjoy this game. Like, it feels like the humor from the earlier games, it feels like I already rather enjoy the uh, companions that are sticking their nose in my business. Um, there was like a tree fucking wrapped for me. And that was lovely. The origami is actually really like, it's really interesting as someone who loves to do origami. It's one of the things I do to de-stress just being able to occupy my hands, especially when I'm having an anxiety attack is really helpful. Um, but like, I've actually like decided that I'm going to look up the origami patterns that they used and do those just for fun. Because I enjoy origami. <laughs> like, this game is really, really enjoyable. Uh, the combat is very, very different from what I'm used to from the older games. Which is a good thing. Because they've changed it up in interesting ways. Not not infuriating ways. Um, as I said, the humor is right there. Because, like, literally, the beginning of the game. First few minutes. You're traveling in with Luigi. And Luigi's, like... You get trapped in an area with Luigi, and Luigi's like, "Oh, this, like we're trapped somewhere and don't know what to do. It's a spooky place. Usually, you go find Mario. Oh, wait, you're right here. Uh, I'll do it." <laughs> and Luigi goes off and gets himself fucked. <laughs> Man, uh, it it it's good. It's a great game. I, I like Luigi. It so much. What? I like Luigi. Luigi's my favorite character in the Mario universe. Yes, thank you. Fuck. Luigi is great. I love the year of Luigi. Some goddamn motherfuckers are out there fucking calling Luigi bullshit. 
Luigi is Luigi is the only character in the Mario universe with actual character other than Wario. And Wario's character is money. Interesting. No, actually he he's got a lot more depth to him than that, but um like I'm not getting into that here. <laughs> but yeah, no. Wario Wario is interesting, but Luigi's a great character. He's got depth, he's got actual like he's got a personality. I love Luigi. Luigi's a great character and like I I'm I'm like I was hoping he was going to be a companion in this game. Cuz he was a companion in Super Paper Mario and he was fun there. Um and he's been an enemy in one of the Paper Mario games. I can't remember which one. I think it was Paper Mario 1000 Year Door an enemy. Um, no, it was the I, same one. It was the same one? He was in Super Paper Mario as an enemy and also as a party member. Huh. Okay. But I love Luigi. I, I absolutely yeah no in in super in in Thousand Year Door you get to read about his adventures. Like he has yeah, a journal where all of his adventures are written down. But no, I, I adore Luigi. I hope he becomes a companion in this game because he is such a good character. He's so much fun. He is infinitely better than Mario. Um. <laughs> I'm just I'm just shitting on Mario now. Yeah, fuck him. But no, like the game's great. The humor is on point. Some of the jokes don't land, but I'm imagining that's because like I'm an adult and some of the jokes are aimed at kids. Um It and it's it's got this really great creepy vibe too cuz so one of the things that's happening is um, like people are being turned into origami and it's kind of got this come play with us vibe to it. So it's actually a little creepy. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. And if you, have we'll a, if you have you a switch, paper dolls, if you have a switch, I recommend uh, getting it and playing it. If you enjoyed the paper Mario games, if you don't like the paper Mario games, don't bother. Because it's still very much Paper Mario. Um, but if you enjoy the Paper Mario game and you have a Switch, get it. I would not say this is the game to buy a Switch for. Like, I don't think it's that good. <laughs> I don't I don't think it's like, I bought my Xbox to be able to play Mass Effect. But it's still a very good game and I highly recommend it. Well, alrighty. Nothing else? That's all I've been playing. All right, then. We're playing then. On to news, and we have some. Mostly shitting on Ubisoft. Yay, Ubisoft sucks. My favorite hobby. Yeah, so uh, Birdie... No, mine's, mine's shitting on EA. So, fun thing. Birdie actually texted me a couple weeks ago um, asking if we still do the games podcast. <laughs> Specifically because in talking with you, Cave... He you, he said you were confused about why Birdie would be boycotting Ubisoft. Yeah, I didn't know until he texted me about it, and then I was like, oh, well, good thing I don't like most of their games anyway. Yes. And then I went back and replayed uh, replayed the Stick of Truth and was like, shit. So, for those who are also unaware, Ubisoft has been in some shit recently. Uh, for starters, uh, they got me too hard. With with multiple people coming out um, with abuse allegations against various high ranking people within the organization, as well as against uh, Eve Gimo, uh, 
uh, specifically, specifically being like charging an EVGMO because these 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 uh, like complaints were brought up to HR and they did nothing. Uh, and then yeah, not long not after that, do good in this current environment. Yep. And then not long after that, uh, they released a trailer for their up uh, for their new mobile game, Tom Clancy's Elite Squad, which co-opted Black Lives Matter protest imagery and used it as the imagery for the evil secret organization in the game. Mmm. Mmm. Which you know is already conspiracy theory. Like the big conspiracy, like one of the big conspiracy theories around the Black Lives Matter protests right now is that it is all being funded by like some secret cabal of evil rich people in order to overthrow the government, which is, is literally the plot of the game. How is that evil at all? <laughs> uh, because it's a bunch of rich people doing it who then will put themselves in charge. I'll give them a chance. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> oh, we're already being run by an evil rich person. Yes, I will give them a chance. Yes, do you want do you want seven of them? Not really, no. Exactly. That's just making it worse. Yeah. So, yeah, this all this all happened very very quickly. Um, Gimo apologized in the very corporate way that you know people do. I'm sorry that you're offended by this. Yep, and then this week, uh, the, uh, Ubisoft released a video on Twitter um, as part of their lead-up, as part of their like marketing for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, showing off the uh, history of the series' iconic Hidden Blade thing. Uh, and they did this without featuring any women. God damn it. Yeah, Ubisoft seems to have a problem with women. And black people. <laughs> Yeah, specifically including women. Just I remember, I remember like a, like back around like the launch of the Xbox One, uh, where they were like, "Hey, we got a new game coming out. It's Assassin's Creed something Unity. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Unity." And they said we would have a female protagonist, but they're just too hard to code. I mean, all those bouncing boobies. Yeah, and then fucking right. um, like Sunset Overdrive came out, and it's like, "Hey, want to be a female character? You, th- that's totally fine. All of our shit is like, all of our shit is like cross gender. You can dress up however you want with it, whichever character you want. It's super easy to do." He was like, "It's hard." I don't know, man. It's it's hard. It's hard to code. It seems to be like just their standard excuse for anything they just don't want to do. Yeah. Well, no. The, the other the other fun excuse is our games aren't political. Like they Holy have made shit, multiple. They, aren't political. they have made so many fucking Tom Clancy games. All of, like they made the Division, a game where money killed everyone. And they're like, yeah, there's no political statement here. Like they use it as a they use it as a like security blanket to hide behind because they don't want to alienate anybody from any of their games. They don't want someone. They want someone to go like, "Hey, wait a minute! The stance on that, the stance on that help button issue is different than mine." You mean I that was fear. intentional? And then all of a sudden, one person right. in fucking Kansas doesn't buy the game. Oh fuck! I, I do not. Not that one person in Kansas. Yeah, we need him. 
Yeah. And then final thing for Ubisoft, uh, Michelle Ancel, the creator of Beyond Good and Evil and Rayman, and currently, I guess, created at the time, big big man working on Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wild, has quit the game industry. Okay. Do we have a reason why? Yes, because he is, uh, yeah, he quit to go open a wildlife sanctuary. Okay, that's what he's doing, but why did he decide to do it? Like, did somebody piss in his Cheerios? Nope, he, we don't don't really know. He just kind of announced, he kind of announced his departure via Instagram, where he just said he will be, stop working on video games and fully focus on his second passion, wildlife. I well, good for them. Yeah, he's been de- yeah he's been in the game industry for thirty years, and has decided, hey, I'm done. Uh, Wild and Beyond Good and Evil Two, according to him, are both now on full like are both being developed are both like currently being worked on by you know teams. They are in good hands. They will not just fucking stop existing, which I'm not a hundred percent sure. I believe. Because both Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Wild have been in development for ever. Like, Wild was announced in 2014. They've been in line for to get out of development hell for a while. And this is only going to put them further back in the line. Yeah, so I... I don't know. That's just... That's... I mean... Good on him. You know, do what do you, Michelle. But like Come on, man. Couldn't have waited until after the games were done? Yeah. Anyway. That's probably why. It's like it's been it's been six years. They're never getting finished. I'm gonna go go to a wildlife sanctuary. It's actually to yeah. save me. Yeah. I'm a hang I'm gonna hang out with this fucking like koala or whatever I named Sam Fisher. Anyway, moving on from Ubisoft. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2 got a piece of DLC to, like not long ago. Like this the week. Fuck? Yeah. Is it Half-Life 3? <laughs> yes, Left 4 Dead 2 got the DLC Half-Life 3. Yeah, it's, it's fucking Valve has a problem with number threes. That's why I made I, it. I know. Okay. I know. They probably released DLC rather than release Left 4 Dead 3. Because this is the first piece of DLC that has gotten in eight years. It's called The Last Stand. Oh, no. And it features uh, 20 new survival arenas, four new scavenger arenas, and a campaign based on the Lighthouse survival map, as well as 30 new achievements, melee weapons, animations, dialogue, and competitive balance adjustments. There's a competitive scene for Left 4 Dead 2? Fucking apparently. So, yeah, this this piece of DLC was developed by the community. Yeah, 30 members of the Left 4 Dead community partnered with Valve over the course of the last like year or so to develop new content. Uh, the DLC is free because it fucking oh, better be. I get it. it. It's a mod pack that's been uh, tagged as DLC so that people think Valve are still doing stuff. No, it was made specifically by the community and it's been marketed as by the community. Yeah, but people are going to hear... Oh, Left 4 Dead 2 got some DLC? I guess Valve is working. Because that was my first thought. <laughs> Valve is alive again. Like, my first thought was, Valve is still a thing? 
okay. Well, I mean, Steam is still a thing, so yes, Valve is still a thing. Maybe yeah, they'll finally game, get the Half Life as a game publisher. <laughs> as a game publisher, wouldn't that be a, t- a ticket though? Like they release this DLC, and then like people get to the end of it, and it's like Half Life Three confirmed. It's just like on a billboard that nobody's going to notice. <laughs> And then a month later, they're like, here's Half-Life 3. We're just all shitting ourselves because we didn't think it would ever happen. Hmm. Fine. If you don't think my idea is fine, I'll just leave. <laughs> no, it's fine. I just, I... Well, you, you don't like my idea. I'm leaving. Door closes. <laughs> Nah, my wife's sleeping behind me. I can't slam the door. And hey, Valve has released video games recently. What? Half-Life Alex. That does not count, and you know it. Dota Underlords. That also very much does not count. Well, I'm going to move I'm the goalposts. Sure counts as a video game. <laughs> For those who don't know, I don't like Dota. Or the entire MOBA genre. Okay, the problem with Half-Life Alex is... I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> well, it does. That was on me. Yeah, it, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> it came out in March. I don't even know what it is. Uh, it is a it is a virtual reality only uh, game set in set in between Half Life One and Two, where you play as Alex. It's also the debut it's of the Source Engine Two. I don't remember who Alex is though. Uh, the She's the girl. Following you around? Okay. Yes. The one with the dog. Yeah. The robot. Yes. That you call Okay. Then I do remember who she is. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, finally, this kind of happened recently. Uh, so, the Xbox Series X, the new Xbox, uh, they have announced a like, uh, yeah, fucking, they've already announced a new, um, storage thing, a new, like, upgradable storage thing for the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series S. Uh, it's a new SSD that will, that will grant additional one terabyte of storage. It's, it's fucking $300. This is important because a one terabyte SSD can be $150. I got my one ter- terabyte SSD on sale for seventy five. Exactly. Yeah, so it is two twenty in the states and then three hundred in Canada. And that's not just Americans hating Canadians. That's just like price differences. That's the American dollar hating Canadians. Yeah, that's the American dollar hating Canadians. But like, well, let's be honest. Even if can- even if the Canadian dollar was above the American dollar, we'd still get charged more. <laughs> because that literally happened. Like there was there was like a good like year there I think where the Canadian dollar was doing better than the American dollar and we were still getting charged more than $10 like difference between products. I'm sorry. As an American, I feel like everybody should be uh, charged the same and that every country should be have access to every piece of media that every other country has, but yes, sadly, we need a universal currency. No, we don't. That's why the one world government is such a good idea. <laughs> I just out myself as some like is like is like part of the globalist agenda. Oh no, you're a globalist. And that's when we both quit the site. 
Me, I, I knew I should have trusted you. Get involved you. with politics, Alex, because he's an American. Yeah, keep the nation, keep the nation separate, separate but equal. Damn it. He's uh, part of the new world order. Yes, all hell, Lord Superman. Which version of Superman? Because there are certain versions. The of one who created a one-world government. I don't know which one that is. Injustice. Okay, no, I can't get behind that Superman. He's evil. Yeah, only one Superman's created a one-world government. Man, come on. I don't know, man. I'm just a simple caveman. Keep up. Get ready to get ready to learn more comics. Eh. Sounds like effort. And then Birdie listens to this, drives over to my house, and it's like arms loaded down with comic books. Like just the the entirety of the Injustice continuity. Just like, read! And I'm like, okay. It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good as long as you don't... As long as you aren't super offended when they fuck up Wonder Woman. Because they yeah, fuck her up. Wonder Woman's been screwed so much that it's kind of like... If you're if you're a big fan of Wonder Woman, you're just gonna like get hurt just reading anything. This is worse than most. Oh no. Oh, but anyway, that does for news. New releases wise, uh, it's fucking nothing. Yeah, not much coming out. I don't see. Unless you're bringing a serious Sam. <laughs> I'm not. Because serious Sam four exists. And it came out yesterday. Is that the one with the pink giant scorpions? If you bought a hacked copy i do not know because i know like one there is a game out there that is uh, i don't remember i'm tired i'm very tired yep anyway uh yeah and then next week uh it's, it's crash bandicoot 4 coming out on october 2nd it yeah. crash bandicoot 4 it's about time because the key is about time travel. Woo. Great energy to end the show on, guys. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, uh, what, what do you expect from me? It's fucking Crash Bandicoot. I didn't care about <laughs> Apparently they do, because they released that fucking... Uh, they released the no, remaster. I don't. Cave doesn't care. <laughs> uh. Anyway, thank you all for joining us. It. We'll be back, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, until then I'm dead. Dead, Alex. And I'm Cave. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time.